From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, January 18th, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The Ohio Department of Transportation says eight of its snowplows have already been hit this season, and they'll be out in full force as a significant storm moves into Ohio tonight. ONN's Neil Fisher reports. ODOT Public Information Officer Amanda McFarlane says the interstates still have plenty of salt from past treatment. You may see some pre-treating on like the ramps, bridges, and overpasses, those areas that do tend to freeze first, but overall you won't see us doing very much pre-treating. They'll be ready to go when the snow begins to fall. They are going to be traveling well below the posted speed limit, and I know that that's not too much fun to follow, but they're going to be also driving for the conditions, and that's what we need drivers to do. I'm Neil Fisher. In southeast Ohio, the Meigs County Sheriff's Office says an 89-year-old man was found dead in a wooded area near his home, fewer than two hours after being reported missing. More from ONN's Brett Wharf. Reports say the man's wife noticed he was acting strange the night before, a possible result of too much medication. The next morning, he was not at home. The man's cell phone was pinged, giving those involved in the search a rough area of where he may be. Once found, he was pronounced dead. Officials say they are confident the man left the night before as there were no tracks in the snow that had accumulated early that morning. The cause of death, possible hypothermia. Brett Worf, ONN News, Southeast Ohio. The man was from Shade, Ohio, about 10 miles southeast of Athens. An Associated Press investigation has found Ohio Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate Bernie Moreno has faced multiple lawsuits alleging discrimination against employees in the run-up to the sale of his high-end Cleveland car dealership. ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. The investigation found three discrimination suits were filed in Cuyahoga County between 2015 and 2017. Two accused him of gender and age discrimination, and the third accuses him of race discrimination. A campaign spokesman said the two employees who sued Marino directly support his campaign now and added that Marino was born in Colombia and prides himself on giving equal opportunities to all his workers. Marino is running against Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose and State Senator Matt Dolan. I'm Yolanda Harris. In Akron, parents want answers after new details have emerged about plans the school district is making to move a high school a few miles down the road. ONN's Bree Buckley has more. As Akron Public Schools works on its new redistricting plan, citing shifts in student population and the need to close buildings, parents at STEM High School say they were blindsided. Now we're finding out that they're going to take them and move them to the edge of a district, combine them with a school that has had problems in the past. Lisa Shaw's son is a freshman at STEM High School. She says they were told two months ago that students would be able to stay in the building. Superintendent Dr. Michael Robinson says the district leases the building from the university. University of Akron that leases up at the end of the school year and the district can't afford to stay. Another concern for students and their families is transportation to the new school. One student shared that his current 30-minute commute to school via city bus will increase to three hours when STEM High School moves. Northeast of Cleveland, drivers on sections of I-90 and I-271 in Lake County could get a speeding ticket in the mail. 
ONN's Maureen Kyle explains. Willoughby Hills police are now using handheld speed guns to track drivers by grabbing a shot of the violator's license plate and then tracking the owner. Police Chief Matthew Nagley says... If a violator's traveling through our jurisdiction and an officer does happen to catch them on this laser device, they'll have to be traveling at least 15 miles over the posted speed limit before they're issued a citation. The city says they spent about a month issuing written warnings before starting to enforce the program this week. I'm Maureen Kyle. Governor Mike DeWine is calling on lawmakers to regulate the sales of a cannabinoid known as Delta-8. I want to get out of out of uh, the reach of, of, of kids. There's no law about it. There's no age limit. Anybody can walk in and buy the product. The Ohio Poison Control Center reports that over the last three years, there have been at least 257 reports of Delta-8 poisonings. A critical connection for more than a million low-income Ohioans could be cut this spring if Congress doesn't act. The Affordable Connectivity Program is projected to run out of money in April. Here's ONN's Doug Petcash with what that means. The Affordable Connectivity Program provides monthly broadband service discounts for 1.1 million households in Ohio or 23% of households in the state. Supporters say if the funding for the discount runs out, many won't be able to afford their Internet service. Ohio Republican U.S. Senator J.D. Vance and Vermont Democrat Peter Welch introduced the bipartisan Affordable Connectivity Program Extension Act just last week. It would provide $7 billion to continue the monthly discount administered by the Federal Communications Commission. Senator Vance's office says Ohio has the second highest household enrollment rate in the program in the whole country. I'm Doug Petcash. A tax deal agreed on by leaders but yet to be voted on in Congress would ensure people in East Palestine don't have to pay taxes on disaster relief payments. The deal was announced on Tuesday by Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown. Rail company Norfolk Southern says it has provided more than $100 million in relief money to East Palestine following last February's toxic train derailment. The agreement in Congress will protect East Palestine residents from tax liability for payments received from the rail company. And Ohio State's new athletic director comes from Texas A&M and will replace longtime AD Gene Smith in July. ONN's Dave Holmes in Columbus has more. Clearly, Ross Bjork understands big-time college athletics, but he also knows that this job is still a major step above the rest. This is a surreal moment. Uh, you know, I've been around this enterprise for, for a long, long time, and uh, Ohio State was always viewed as, wow, that, who, who's going to get that job? You know, when Gene retires, if he ever retires... That's a pinnacle-type job, just a really kind of a dream come true, and I'm just so grateful and humbled, honestly, that they thought of us. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WBNS in Columbus, WKYC in Cleveland, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.